My name's Elisa, and welcome to the More Books, Please podcast, first episode ever. I'm so happy you're here. Now, as you can see by the title, this podcast is dedicated to books and reading. And if you are someone who is new to reading or trying to get back into reading or just trying to find something new to read, this podcast might be for you. So let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm, I'm an average book reader. I love reading whenever I can. And I also majored in literature, and I love reading anything that has to do with history. <laughs> so it would be natural that my favorite genre of books is historical fiction. I just love history. Read anything that sounds interesting. And in this podcast, I will touch on other genres as well, like sci-fi and fantasy, nonfiction, biographies, mystery, suspense. Probably throw in some mythology and a little bit of classic literature as well. Some things that I think most of you might actually enjoy reading. You know, since my favorite genre is historical fiction, I thought it would start there. Now, I understand that not everybody has the same taste as I do when it comes to reading. But like I said before, I am going to touch on different styles of reading, you know, different genres, basically. But I think these two books are quite interesting. And if you love ancient Egyptian history just as much as I do, I'm sure you'll be fascinated by these two books that I'm going to be discussing today. Now, the book's that I have chosen are from the same author. Her name is Michelle Moran. So if you're not familiar with her books, I definitely would suggest you go and Google her and check her out. She doesn't just also, or also just write about ancient Egypt. She also has some books about Madame Tussaud and some other great fantastic books that I think you would definitely enjoy. Now, let me tell you a little bit of background about Michelle Moran. She is a high school, was a high school teacher, and she had traveled extensively and also volunteered on archaeological digs. So I kind of feel it would be natural that she'd probably start writing about Egypt at some point in her life. And her first book, it's actually titled Nefertiti. Now, the book is actually based on the famous queen, Nefertiti. Now, she was the wife of the pharaoh Akhenaten, which some believe to be, he's actually the father of uh, Tutankhamun, which we all know is King Tut. And, but she's also most mainly recognizable by a bust that was created of her by the famous sculptor Tusmosis in 1345 BC. If you Google that, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. And that bust is actually currently housed at the museum in Berlin, I believe. What she's also known for, actually her and her, is for their worshiping of only one god, Aten, or the sun disk, which in turn caused a religious revolution that didn't actually quite go so well for them. Well, that in turn caused her to be known as a heretic. Her is her, not just her life, her, her death and burial was today still remains a mystery and due to the fact that a lot of her historical records had vanished around the 12th year of Akhenaten's reign. So that actually does lead to kind of some very intriguing story, if I might say. Now, in this particular book, the story is actually told by her half-sister, and it's uh, she's actually completely opposite of Nefertiti, but she still manages to give a good insight of to what might have happened. Now, some, something that I, author I believe does very well in those missing facts is just really good at filling in all that information and really can come out with a very compelling story that I think you would really probably find as an entertaining read. I also appreciate the smart dialogue and her description of the time period. All in all, it comes together as a very well, very well-researched book, and I think many of you would probably enjoy, and I think some of you wouldn't mind getting sucked into ancient Egyptian history as well. 
Now, there's another book um, that she also wrote, which I kind of consider the successor to Nefertiti. Now, this book is called The Heretic Queen. This book is focusing on Nefertari. Here, she is actually considered to be the niece of Nefertiti. Due to her relation to the famous queen, she automatically becomes known as the Heretic Queen. She is a princess that is left on her own and forgotten once her family dies, which people decide that they refuse to even acknowledge her because of it. Well, this book is going to discuss how she rises eventually into becoming the principal wife of Ramses the Great. Now, and also becomes one of the most celebrated queens in history. She ranks up there with Nefertiti, Cleopatra, as well as being one well-known and one actually beloved queen. Now, in this story, again, like I said, it is historical fiction, and there's the author does take liberties in her early life, and since certain things are not also obviously not well known, I think the author does such a great job of filling in those gaps, and she just thought I'd put that out there just in case some of you were probably wondering. And, but of course, definitely, if you want to know more about her life, definitely Google her and just get some more information if you want to know, which I always do as well too. But the author at the end of the book does discuss some of the reasons why she put in characters or change things or added things definitely just to make it more of a dramatical effect but of course it still actually does lead to really great plot lines and gives it that really great fictional part of it that makes it such a compelling story now if you love Nefertiti I'm definitely sure you're going to love the book The Heretic Queen as well now those are the two books I didn't want to give too much spoilers away or anything like that and I hope I didn't but if you do want to join I mean do want to read those books definitely go check her out and check out those two books and I promise you I've never been disappointed in any of the books that I've ever read for her and I think none of you would either would be either as well now I understand again like I mentioned I've talked about books you know dealing with uh, historical fiction as it being my favorite genre to read but of course I also want to talk about other books libraries and in next week's episode or actually in two weeks I plan on uploading every other week I want to discuss some biographies and two that I most recently read and one of them is dealing with the late great Alex Trebek and I have loved him and watched him for many years as many of you did and just finishing up one of his books and I really want to discuss it and in another book that I think maybe you might as well like so also want to go ahead and dive into some other literary um, fiction definitely some classics and mythology but I also want to work on uh, some books that uh, are dealing with the Tudor dynasty now I love King Henry VIII and the life of his six wives so it'd be natural for me to go ahead and, and dive into some of the books now there's tons of historical fiction books that are written about them but there's also some non-fiction books from a historian by the name of Claire Ridgway that I'm going to be discussing in some future episodes and I think you will really enjoy it one day I hope to actually talk to her she is a fascinating well-researched on Anne Boleyn now she is planning on doing maybe a two-part series on that episode as well that I want to add to all the ends of my podcast and it's actually a little segment basically called fun facts now since we're in the subject of ancient Egypt I thought I'd talk about a, a king since we talked about two great queens how about a king 
Well, definitely King Pharaoh Tutankhamun, or commonly known as King Tut. Now, we all know when his uh, tomb was discovered by the British archaeologist Howard Carter on November 26, 1922. There were many riches that were found, which included statues, jewelry, gold shrines, a chariot, and weapons, making it one of the most valuable tombs ever discovered. One weapon in particular was a dagger that was wrapped around his mummified body. Actually, there were two daggers that were found. One was made of gold and the other was iron. Now, many, many of y'all are probably thinking, okay, what's so interesting about that? He was alive during the Bronze Age where iron was very rare and this did catch the eye of many archaeologists. So let's fast forward into 1960s when it was actually thought that the blade had to be re-examined re because, again, they were wondering how this blade came to be. Well, there was something controversial was actually being discussed, and one of the things was that actually the blade of that dagger was of extraterrestrial origin. You heard that right. It is from outer space. Now, that was definitely controversial during that time. So let's fast forward even a little bit closer to 2016 when scientists were able, with updated technology, were able to actually test the composition of the blade and discovered it was mainly made of mostly iron, nickel, and cobalt. Well, again, what is so interesting about that is the amount of nickel and cobalt that this blade does have is actually does come from outer space. It actually comes from and it's for meteorites. Yep. So somehow or another, they were able to form his blade right. Now, iron melting was not known to be done during this time as iron was very rare and considered more valuable than gold. So actually how he came to own it, not really known. Um, maybe it was E.T. <laughs> Probably not. But some believe that it was given to, this was actually given to him by some another nation that... Um, was able to forge this into a blade, probably somewhere in the eastern part of the country. But again, this is such a rare find that even today, there, I don't believe there's another dagger that was found that has been made from meteorite during that time period. So definitely this is a dagger that was truly fit for a king. So if for some reason you own a dagger or think about owning daggers, just know that King Tut's dagger is a lot cooler than yours. Well, that's it for today, and I really, again, hope that you enjoyed this podcast, and I want to say congratulations if you've made it this far. We would appreciate that if you would subscribe and download the next episode. Again, I plan on downloading or uploading an episode every other week, so next week, like I said, I'm probably going to go into some biographies. Not quite sure yet, but definitely something new in a different direction. Again, that's it for today. I really hope you enjoyed the show. So please subscribe so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And again, I want to thank you. And for wherever you are, I hope you have a great day. Until next time.